Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment, even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore secrets of the universe with show host, Sherry Sage Zimmerman. Navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another week of Secrets of the Universe. Um, it is always a pleasure to bring on different guests uh, each week. As you know, I love to explore different things people are doing in the world and what they're passionate about. And since I, you know, I feel strongly each of our souls come to Earth and we uh, engage in different things that we have chosen to um begin to uh, share with the world. So um, I think it's just really great to keep uh, finding people that I really enjoy doing that um, who could come on and share their gifts. So today we have another special guest. Of course, all my guests I consider very special. Um, today I'm going to introduce a young woman who is uh, her name is Stephanie Funero. I think I'm saying that right. Right? I may not be. Uh, we'll find out in a minute. Um, but she is a massage therapist, um, and also just you know, all massage healers for me are uh, people that are literally um, being given the honor and the privilege to be able to work with people's bodies, uh, minds, and their spirit. Um, so I always think for me, it's always a special thing. Um, and I'm really particular, especially as I get older, of who I work with in that way. 
because I think it's very personal when it is your physical body. Um, and she has uh, had her graduation from the place of called Center of Massage and Natural Health in Asheville, North Carolina, which a lot of us know that are in the metaphysical world. Asheville is one of the hot spots uh, for the energy. Um, there's several around the country and the world. And I do know from years of researching that Asheville is actually one of those spots. So that's kind of cool. And I know that uh, Stephanie, it's showing on her bio that she's very interested. Her focus is a lot on the deep, deep tissue and the trigger point therapy. She also does uh, lymphatic drainage um, work and um, a lot of more integrative type of massage. She also offers some other extra services as well that she's going to get into because there's some that I don't know or understand. So she'll be able to educate me, which is another reason I love having this show <laughs> because I love education. So I want to bring her on. I'm sorry. That was kind of a long introduction. Normally I don't do it that long because I like to get right in and start talking with my guests. So welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for joining us. Sherry. Yeah. So I am so glad I, you know, I'm a believer the universe sets us up with people and, you know, somehow I found you online and I saw all the wonderful reviews about you. And I think one of the things that drew me to you, um, I'm very much a person that when I, I just pick up feelings when I see photographs, that's number one. I've always had that kind of gift, but it was more what I read in the reviews about how people felt you were so, attentive in the way of listening to what they were saying and the time that you spend. And it wasn't kind of a cookie cutter type massage, you know, where I hate to say that, but some places are a little bit more like a conveyor belt. Um, so I wanted to just ask you um, how you got started in this work and, you know, what are you finding with, with, you know, what you're doing and anything else you want to share? Sure. Um, so I actually kind of decided to go to to massage school on a whim. Um, I was doing a lot of traveling at the time and I spent a lot of time out in the mountains. And of course, that's where all the healers and massage therapists kind of uh, centralized. So I met a lot of them out there. And um, it's not something that I'd ever considered, but I was like, you know, this sounds like something that I could do. So um, Asheville was kind of on my radar as somewhere that I could see myself ending up. So I looked into schools and I just went for it and never looked back. Um, I absolutely love it. I love working with my hands. I love uh, helping people feel better. And it's like never ceases to amaze me how many modalities and ways to do that there are. Um, and I'm always learning, always honing my skills and, um, you know, adding different modalities to my uh, tool belt, so to speak. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a, so just kind of on a whim and I was very lucky. Um, I didn't know at the time that Asheville was a central hub for, uh, all that kind of stuff. So, um, I just kind of lucked out, I guess, by, uh, finding myself there and choosing that place to go to school. Um, it's a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, I'm a big believer and of course I'm into a lot of spiritual, spiritual type metaphysical thinking. So for me, I always believe people get drawn to certain places, certain people, certain things. And you know, part of it is 
I'm into past lives, so I, I don't know where you're at on all of that. But anyway, I um, I just find that we we are definitely drawn to certain things, and I do believe on some level on the other side we are, we are, we really already have somewhat of a overall knowledge of something that we want to get into the world when we get there and do and help and you know. So anyway, I think this is like really cool that you've chosen this field. Um, how long? I'm just curious because I actually went to massage school in Pittsburgh um many years ago back in oh god 2006 i think it was and i only completed the first part which was six months and i graduated and i loved it i i too i really got in it because my mother <laughs> always said when i was younger i should get into the massage world but it wasn't really my uh it wasn't something i was initially wanting to but so it was a little bit more of something she thought and and it was great i actually really loved it um, and I did get into it, and I've told this story once before on here that when my mother was very ill when I was a child, she would have severe migraines so bad that when I was around eight or nine years old, she would bang her head against the backboard of her bed in order to break the migraine. And I would hear this banging when I was downstairs. And when I went up and saw her doing this, I just naturally went over to her and sat next to her on the bed and started rubbing her temples. And literally within 10 minutes, she fell asleep. And I found that like miraculous, you know, mm -hmm. but I think down deep, those of us who are healers, you know, um, that is what the gift is of being able to use our um, hands and our, you know, our compassion to try to help people. So that's kind of where that whole thing with my mother kind of came out. Oh, you ought to be a massage therapist. But I never finished. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do love the field. I think it's a very important field. Um, and a lot of times just because some people just need even to have touch, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the power of massage is an incredible thing. Um, like you said, you just kind of intuitively went over and started rubbing your mom's temples and that helped a lot. Um, there are just so many ways to use massage to help us to feel better, whether it's, you know, a chronic issue, a muscular issue. Um, headaches, a lot of people don't realize that headaches can be a muscular thing. Um, or just to relax, you know, I think just human touch is an incredible thing for stress and relaxation and better sleep. Um, yeah, so many awesome things. Massage there things. is, and it's funny because, you know, I'm thinking as I'm speaking with you, and I haven't thought these thoughts for a long time, when I reflect back to that time when I was going to massage school, I actually got a grant to be able to cover uh, part of it, not all of it. And what I wrote in that grant actually was about, I called it honest touch. That's the name of the massage type of work I always kind of have in my mind. It's called honest touch, which just means you're really uh, interested in, you know, giving that kind of uh help to someone that it's an honest touch that you're doing, that you are wanting to help them heal and help them want to heal themselves, of course. And I remember in that grant that I wrote, what I really was strong about was how important I felt this kind of work was to be in places like prisons and mental hospitals, which it's not. Um, and I thought, wow, you know, I know that sounds a little off the wall, but, you know, to me, these are some of the places that could be, you know, it could use it the most. Um, I've never been in one of them. I've been in one of the other. Most of my clients know I've been in Avalonie Farm so many times. I'm back to normal. Um, but I feel that, you know, that's how important I do think it is, you know. That's interesting. I never actually um, 
thought about an application for prisons or um, hospitals, but that makes sense. You know, I think a lot of patients or inmates, you know, they don't get that kind of human touch. So um, it can be very grounding, I would imagine. Yeah, I think, you know, again, there is, I keep up with some of those two places because as I get older, I know I'm, I'm going to eventually at some point work more intimately with prison work. My mother went to prison a long time ago. It's a long story, um, but she was an activist. She actually was an activist and long story, but she was on, ended up on 60 Minutes because she's a activist and they interviewed her while in prison, 60 Minutes TV show. But anyway, what I even learned the short time she was in was is heartbreaking even to me and what she experienced on some things. And I thought, you know, I just think that because I think massage is, is powerful, like a lot of modalities, right? Not just massage, but massage is something they have not really brought into, you know, the prison systems or hospital. And I know there's reasons for that safety and all that, but I just know that at some point it would be a really great thing for those areas, but I don't want to get too focused on just that. Um, tell us more about you and maybe where you come from, how many siblings in your family, like, you know, anything that you want to share about you personally. Sure. Um, well, I'm from Connecticut originally. I have five siblings. Um, I'm the oldest, the trailblazer. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I've been south. Uh, down south for almost 10 years. Um, so I really kind of consider this home at this point. Nice. Um, yeah, I spent five years in Asheville, three years in Savannah, Georgia, and I am back in North Carolina and very happy to be here. Um, yeah, I, I love this. I love this area. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's always kind of, um, I think it's always been kind of drawing me back. Um, ever since I was here about a decade ago and it's changed so much, but mm. really great area good people. Um, great for business. My business has been doing absolutely phenomenally here. Um, and I've only started that really, you know, hit the ground with that a few months ago and uh, it's been picking up pretty steadily. So, you know, I think this is kind of where I'm meant to be. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize your, your business was so new. That's really cool because I just think uh, when you are, that involved that you you know have this business and you know you're really like putting yourself out there you know um mm -hmm. and that must be one of the reasons that you and i you know ended up meeting as well because i do believe that when somebody's doing that kind of work and they're really putting themselves out there you know that these things start turning up where you get these offers you know so yeah let's let people know the area right now just so they know where you're at as far as the area in case anybody knows somebody in this area and they say hey i saw the show and you know you might want to go see her you know um you could tell them the name of your business your website and we'll repeat that again later and i know tiffany's got it in the comments but again i've got listeners in florida who are not going to sometimes see the show so yeah if you want to give out some of that right now we'll just continue talking sure yeah um so i work in north raleigh at a place called the sagewood center and um, it's a it's a really awesome little thing that she has running. It's mostly for um, alternative healing practitioners who are kind of getting their business started. So there's a lot of energy workers, um, card re like angel card readers. There's a few other massage therapists as well. And so I've been out of there since April, and it's just been 
so amazing. Um, but my business is called Soma Body Work, and I've had that name ever since I started doing massage. Um, Soma meaning every part of the body. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. So I'm going to repeat that. It is somabodyworknc.com for anybody in my Florida area. Um, and again, I always let them know they can contact me and I can forward your information, which my website is imaginepeacenow.com. But Stephanie's website is that Soma Body Work NC.com. So for anybody, again, that's listening and not able to watch the show, I want to make sure that's clear. If you know anybody in this area or traveling through this area and you want to call Stephanie and say, hey, I kind of need just a tune-up or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really cool, right? So I want to ask a little bit because I don't know, and I, again, love to be educated, um, about the other services that you're offering, like the cupping I think I heard you speak about and some other Services. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I used to do a little bit more cupping and then I kind of fell out of it. But I just got a really awesome cupping set that I'm excited to uh, do more with. Um, so cupping is I would I would say it's a much more gentle way to release the muscles. If you don't love deep tissue, which I personally don't love receiving deep tissue, I love giving it. Um, but I'm kind of a baby with the uh, with the pain. So for someone, <laughs> for someone like me, I would say cupping would be a great thing to try. Um, it kind of, um, it brings the blood flow back into the muscles to help release the trigger points. Trigger points are what we call knots, um, which can refer to pain to all parts of the body and they're painful and they, mm -hmm. we, we want to get those out. So cupping helps bring the blood flow um, back to the muscles to do that. Um, it does uh, tend to leave bruises. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, wow. pretty big circular bruises. But that's well, I was trying to I was trying to picture it. Like, what do you have any? I, I should have even. I didn't even think about asking you to show something on the show. But like, what is it? Like, it, what does it actually look like? What's the the yeah, item? I don't, I don't have them with me, but they're based. They're you know about this tall. They can be anywhere from like this um, wide at the base. To, to this small if you want to do something on your face. Mm -hmm. um, it can also help with wrinkles, um, bring collagen to the surface if you're going to use it more as a facial experience. Mm -hmm. um, but basically what I would do is wherever the area of pain is, I would put the cup on, for instance, the shoulder, and then I have a little hand pump, so I would attach it, a tube to the cup, give it a couple right. pumps, and then I would leave it there for a couple minutes and let it do its work. Um, sometimes I will move them around the body to kind of give it that fascia relief, which is really great too. Um, yeah, so that's cupping. So that's really, awesome. right. yeah. So, so it's a little motorized thing that kind of like is pulling, like kind of doing like a little bit of a pull, like on the on the skin or muscle or that area. It's it's basically just suction. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's not electro electric or anything like that. It's just a little suction cup, basically. Okay, okay, interesting. Wow, yeah, that's a little bit new to my world of, because uh, I think back when I was in school, I don't remember any of that being talked about, but that was, you know, 2005, 2006, so, you know. Yeah, it's a Chinese medicine um, thing. A lot of acupuncturists will use it 
during their treatment. Oh. Um, they use they use a little uh, lane that they put into the cup and use the, I mean, science. Um, they use it as a vacuum technique as well. Uh, called Moxa. Um, oh. Yeah, so it's been around for a while, but uh, kind of branching out into body work. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I do that. I do lymphatic drainage. Um, that is a very uh, gentle, I wouldn't even call it a massage. I call it more of a treatment. Um, it's very, very gentle, very surface um, of the skin. And basically what you're doing is you're moving the fluids through the lymph system to kind of uh, remove the toxins from your system. So this is great for people with um, trouble sleeping, uh, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, um, all sorts of things really. Um, yeah. Lymphedema. Um, I don't do a ton of that. I do, I do have a few clients that I work with for that, but um, yeah, surgically, if you're trying to remove the extra fluids from your system it's great for that oh nice nice i never thought of that wow can yeah. i ask you just because i'm curious um what like for all these different things and i'm sure like you said you, you kind of can add things to kind of maybe go back and you go to whatever classes you need or whatever so for like the lymphatic drainage like what what's like a time period of learning something like meaning the actual training or learning not not the experiences of how long you've been doing it but even though that's always interesting to me too what what is the training involved is that is yeah that yeah for like the lymphatic you know drainage um mm -hmm. yeah so um basically all massage therapists need continuing education. Um, this is something that I did for my continuing education. Um, so it was a 40 hour, I believe, um, like one week class. Okay. Uh, yeah, so like, I think it was eight hours a day for a week. Right, um, right. Yeah, okay. and we, we would get our hands on practice and uh, all that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I, I, it's interesting to me. Like I said, I think it's, it, you know, you, you end up, you know, I, I find that most of us uh, end up obviously being drawn to certain things that for whatever reason, I believe a lot of it is because we've had past experiences in other lifetimes. <laughs> I have to go there, sorry. Um, because I just find that a lot of us have gifts and skills from another time period and we bring them forth in the next life if, if that's where we're trying to help in a certain area. Um, so it's interesting for me about the different types of modalities, uh, with COVID happening right now, I know there's a lot of still issues of the fear and, you know, some people are okay. Some people are really not like, how is it that that's affecting for you? Like you've been doing massage work for how long now altogether? Meaning? Um, I've been licensed for seven and a half years. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Most of that time has been at spas and I am so happy to be out of the spa world and on my own for the yeah. first time. Yeah, but it was probably really great practice, right? I mean, that's the, the beauty of all those years, right? As you build up this wonderful, more knowledge and working, you know, that's really cool. And I love the, the amount of years you're at. I don't know why I have this thing in my head. I'm just one of these people. I think people that are in a work that they love are just like really hot meaning at the moment between like 
four or five years up to like 12, 14, you know, where I find it's like a, they're just really, really kind of good. I feel it's just my thing because I feel like it, you're, you haven't done it too, too long, but you haven't done it too soon. And all those stages are fine. It doesn't matter a lot, but it's just for me, I find that's when somebody really is kind of, it's like you really know a lot by this time and you really still love it. And you, you know what I mean? So, sure. yeah, I mean, ideally, you know, I mean, I think a lot, it's um, massage therapy actually has a very high burnout rate. Um, oh. So you do have a lot of therapists who uh, fall into that pretty quick, especially working at spas. So um, I think I think the burnout rate is like five years. Oh, so you wow. Do, so you do have a lot of therapists that are kind of, you know, dragging through their day and not really um, putting their all in. So I think that's. Um, yes. One of yes. the things that doesn't excite me about them too much, but uh, yeah, but then you have people who are just so excited to be doing what they're doing. They're meant to be doing it. And those are the people that you want to go see. No. And it's funny you say that. I'm glad you just said what you said, because I too find that with anything and I'm talking anything really, but right now we're talking about massage because I've had massages where one, not too, too long ago where it was, I could actually feel it was so rushed um, however, I felt I did enjoy the way she, what she did do, but I found the feeling of that rushness was uncomfortable. And of course, there's going to be a little bit because you're trying to. I, I think a lot of massage therapists have an idea. Okay, this is where I'm starting, and this is where I want to finish, and try to make sure the client is getting what they're wanting. And there is a time we all have time, you know, restrictions, mm -hmm. but. It was more about something I felt inside of, of this person that was a little bit more, you know, um, and that was a little bit hard for me because it was once or twice. It was actually a little bit too painful that I didn't feel was comfortable. But for the most part, it was good. So I kind of like when I found you, I did notice from reading the reviews how you really you just seem to have a really good understanding of that more flow, you know, and, you know, mm -hmm. you still be done on time and still be, you know, comfortable and the client gets what they wanted and needed and you're feeling good about yourself. You know what I mean? And to me, that is what it's really about, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I do like to take my time with it, especially in my own practice. And I can't, I can relate to, um, and maybe the person that you went to see in that it is a very rushed thing because we do need to see our next client right on time. You, know, you have 50 minutes on the table, you have 10 minutes to, um, flip your room and then you have to see your next client right away. Um, being, being that I work for myself, I don't have to do that and I can schedule as I like for whatever works for me. So the way that I like to do it is, um, I always give myself a half an hour break in between clients, especially if I'm seeing a new client, because I want to make sure that when we do our intake, I'm getting all the information and we have time to talk about, um, what my client needs. Um, and you know, that's going to cut into the the time a little bit. So I want to make sure I have a little bit of time on the back end. So I'm not shortening your session because we had a longer intake. Um, and you know, if I find something as well, I'm, I'm going to, you know, want to spend a little more time working on that, making sure uh, my client gets what they need out of the, the, uh, the session. So I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm rushed. I don't want them to feel like they're being rushed out of their appointment. So I do like to give a little bit of buffer time just so that I can, um, have the time that I need to uh, work on what I need to. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because a couple of thoughts, and I, I hear what you say, and at the same time, my mind's saying, you know, thinking of a few things that I, I realize what you just said about taking your time in the beginning, especially with somebody new. I'll tell you what made the biggest impression on me with a woman in Florida that I went to, I love her to death. Uh, she was getting ready to change over, though, out of the, the work, but still was just wonderful. I was amazed at how much time and she actually would offer you a cup of tea while you're sitting there i mean it was so nice i mean it was like really really sweet but that's what she did like she really took her time to kind of sit with you first and talk and, and it was long it was like a good i'd say at least a half an hour if not even more but i just really just appreciate it. and it didn't have to happen every single time it was just that one time right and i just find that to be really important Important, that like first meeting um and like you said not too long because you do want to get to do what's needed but that to me has always been a big thing for me I'm, I'm really kind of big one the time thing when I do readings I've never been like most readers you go to it's one hour and you are pretty much cut off at that hour and I'm like I, I just can't do it because especially if I'm in the middle of something that's really personal or deep or something I just I just want to um, you know I'm okay if it goes over 20 minutes or even half an hour. And I, um, that was the one thing that kind of came to my mind that even with a, a doctor I saw in Florida, she was really good from India and she did the same thing, spent a lot of time. I think that's great. Um, I think the other thing I think of is when you're doing massage work, I, I have two different thoughts, waves of thought. Um, one is, I think, when you're really present with your client. And like you say, it is very intuitive as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, the woman in Florida that I would go to, she would actually get images. Now, I'm talking about the massage therapist. She would actually get images while she was massaging me and asked you whether or not you wanted to know what they were or not. You could just do the whole massage quietly. So, of course, I'm, I'm open to hear about the symbols she's getting because I'm into all that. But I also like times where I just went total quiet, you know. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it was really cool because she, things would pop into her mind. And then, you know, when I get home or I, I would be able to connect them to stuff going on or her and I would talk. It was really neat. But I yeah. find that you get into, like, when you're present with your client, you get into kind of a, if you're not even talking but you're just working on someone, you kind of get into kind of that real nice whether you're as a massage therapist kind of thinking of whatever it is, it's kind of you kind of connect. I find you connect with people on a wavelength when you're getting work done, you know. Right. And then what I noticed about the one I just mentioned earlier that happened not too, too long ago, it was almost like I felt her mind was really somewhere else. And she was like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And, and it's normal you're going to have some of that, right? It's just normal. We're human beings. You're going to think about, did I let, you know, did I get the clothes out of the dryer? You know, you're going to think of something that's normal. But I, I found that I think sometimes people are really not real present, you know. Well, let me tell you about my last massage that I had. Okay. It was not what I needed at all. Um, but it was one of those places kind of like Massage Envy where they're just trying to get you in and out. And I would imagine the therapists are not... Um, Paid very well. I used to work at Massage Envy, so I know that I know how they work. But um, yeah, yeah, she was not present at all. I am pretty sure she was texting at one point. Her phone rang at some other point. It was, uh, it was terrible. Yeah, um, 
that's kind of yeah. hard. And we're, right. I mean, you want to say here that this is not everybody. So, you know, there may be some people there that do really well, but, you know, unfortunately, sometimes that happens at places. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's just a burnout thing, you know, they're just ready to go home sort of thing and not, not be, uh, you know, doing all that physical work. But I, you know, I try to tune out of the outside world. Um, massage is another form of communication. I don't personally, um, I don't ever initiate conversation mm -hmm. during massage. If my client wants to talk to me, if they want to vent about their life, they can absolutely do that. Um, but, you know, I understand that most people are there to just kind of tune out. So that's kind of taught me that massage and being hands on like that, that's communicating with another person mm -hmm. um, non verbally. Um, I get asked a lot of the, a lot of times if I do Reiki because a lot of people feel like feel me putting down some sort of uh, energy, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. Which I, I don't do Reiki, but I do definitely feel like I'm sort of tuning in in an energetic sort of mm -hmm. way. Well, I think it's I think it's hard that you, I don't think there's a way you really could not. Um, Reiki to me is is really more about not really touching the body as much. It's you know because the woman I was talking about earlier that I really loved in Florida, she did both. I mean, she was able to just work with the energy around the body, which is not always really touching the body, where massage is really hands-on, where you are touching the body. But I think there's no way that either way you, you are not going to be, you know, um, connecting with them in that other, you know, realm, you know. Uh, when yeah. you're saying about tuning out, you're right. I mean, when you're there as a client, your clients, I'm sure, will tune out. But that place that you're calling tune out is really where a lot of times if you're present, will that's where you'll be too. Not always, but it's kind of like we move in and out of each other's energy, you know? So when I, I brought up, a, it just hit me in two about the story real quick. When you said, you know, you don't really do a lot of talking toward, during the massage. My very first massage, long time ago in Florida, long first professional massage. I'll never forget the woman. Uh, she was definitely at that time a little bit older than me. I was a lot younger. And I remember when I got on her table, and I remember I never had one before. <laughs> so I was pretty nervous, you know. And I do tend to talk a lot. It's a nervous condition of my own. But I remember her in the beginning once I did start talking, and I think somehow either she knew or she picked up on it. She kind of just... Uh, Put her hands on me and said, you know, it's okay. You can be quiet. You know, you kind of like helping me to <laughs> kind of like, you know, just kind of, you, know, you don't have to talk, you know. And it's funny because when she said it, you know, it did help me relax and be able to really allow what she was doing to be really felt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, for me, do have that more nervous type energy anyway. And sometimes I really just do like to talk. Sometimes it's because it makes me feel more comfortable. But then there's other times I do really just want to just go in. But I find when I go in too much where I'm quiet, I actually pick up like a lot. Like, you know, in other words, I, I end up feeling like other things like I, you can almost do feel like there's telepathy and, you know, it, it's kind of strange. I don't know how to explain it if you're not into that world of the psychic type 
you know, world. So I think sometimes I do talk so I don't get too tuned into somebody else's energy. <laughs> Total sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like to, you know, I don't like to tell anybody how to relax. So, and everybody does, you know, work differently. So if I have a talker, then um, generally if they, if that's kind of how they're like wind down, you know, once I get into what I'm doing, they will, uh, you know, fall asleep or yeah, whatever. Um, but, you know, there are those people that just do like to talk and that is totally okay. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it what you just said is really important. I do think people that do maybe if it's their first time or even something that they have an issue with that over a short amount of time while you're working with them, they probably do end up, you know, being able to relax, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I think that uh, for me, it's the more I really know somebody like my really close friends, like they really know the way I am. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know they know I'm good when we're around each other. We talk a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. But we're also okay with being silent with each other because we know each other so well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, that's kind of my thing. I don't know if everybody's kind of like that, but that's how I am. Um, but anyway, I, I really um, just so excited. I found you because you know, I'm in the work of uh, CNA work and, and home health agency type work. And I find a lot of my clients, believe it or not, and I used to do massages actually for them years ago when I first got into the work, you know, I mean, the woman would come out of her shower and she had a rheumatoid arthritis and she would lay on the bed and I would give her a massage. I mean, I didn't do a lot of the leg work because I heard you can actually create a blood clot, mm -hmm. but I would do her back and her arms and her um, you know, parts like her head, you know, she appreciated that so much, you know, and I think we just have lost some of that. I mean, AIDS really don't do much of that anymore, you know, um, home health AIDS. Mm -hmm. So I find that your work for me, I think is really, really important, really important because I find a lot of my clients need that kind of mm -hmm. touch, you know. Well, I think massage therapy is just, kind of now being recognized as a um like we're just being recognized as healthcare workers really um because it, we really are in the healthcare uh industry right massage is a part of that we're moving fluids through the body we're helping you to get through your day by relieving muscular issues um i have clients who are going through rehab after surgery and you know that takes a huge toll on the body um not to name any names, but I have a client with uh, who just had knee surgery, and she, you know, every time I see her, she's just amazed at how it has affected every single part of her body. Oh. Um, just being on crutches and not being able to put weight on one leg, and yep. you know, the other side of her body is always in like way more pain than the one that got surgery. Oh. Um, so I do like to work with people who um, are kind of rehabilitating as well because they need it more than maybe they even know sometimes yeah yeah or even more maybe sometimes than an average person may but no I, I I agree with you I think it's extreme and yeah I mean gosh 
that should have been thought of like 20, 30 years ago that massage work is really medical work. I mean, really, I mean, it's mind blowing, just like chiropractors. It took them many decades or at least a decade to be seen as legit. I mean, it's really a joke, but that's why, that's why we do have the whole metaphysical world because metaphysical world people understand that kind of stuff do you know what i mean um yeah. but i'm a big believer in traditional and metaphysical working together so i'm okay with traditional too but to me you know you really do have to kind of blend the two because it's, it is important i want to say hi to gail real quick and, and sugar magnolia a few of her dedicated weekly uh uh people that come on just to uh, see what we're talking about and there's usually a few more that just kind of pop in. And I, I want to say, too, that I find, and don't let me forget about the COVID thing, because I want to bring that up, too, before, you know, time gets away and we've got to go 10 or 15 minutes. But I find, seriously, I agree that when it's somebody getting rehabilitated or they, you know, need to just um, get that stuff realigned in their bodies, that. You know, a lot of it, I, you know, I hate to say it or it's a good thing to say. It's, it really is even about just being touched. I mean, yeah. seriously, I meet some people who like, they're like, you know, who may not have either family around them or, and I'm talking people I work with in my nursing aid work or even some people I just run in contact with. Yeah, well, even to um, talk about COVID, since we're going there anyway, um, so many of us were isolated for the better part of last year and didn't have that human touch. Um, We also weren't able to do massage work, so that didn't help. But, you know, people who are isolated and uh, don't have a lot of human contact, it's it's an awesome thing to to kind of calm the nervous system and give us that connection. Yeah, you know, it's strange about that when when you just said, you know, that we were kind of isolated, you know, I don't know, my mind is one is really, uh, it's kind of really amazing and, and strange because I just think about a lot of unbelievable stuff. Sometimes I can't even believe it. Um, but what I find interesting is, wow, that time period, which is still on somewhat level still happening, but not as bad, when that began, the shutdowns, you know, in March mm-hmm. um, of last year. Um, I thought, wow, you want to talk about a message to the world about touch. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times in our day to day or week to week or year to year or decade to decade, we always have that available to us. And I'm talking about touch in the way of hugging this person or mm-hmm. Just that whole simple thing of holding hands or, I mean, it's mind blowing for me, I guess, because I, I think all that stuff, that deep stuff is, is so important for the soul. And here it was kind of almost, you know, taken from us in a way. And it's like, to me, it's like, wow, do you now see how important touch is? Do you know what I mean? It's like, ooh. So oh, yeah. even to see each other's faces, right? Because we couldn't even see each other's faces a lot of the time. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right though. It's amazing uh when it's we're kind of like deprived of that um out of necessity or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, then you you know you really realize how important it is how uh 
we all take it for granted, I guess, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Another thought comes to my mind and happens all the time, every second of the day. <laughs> I remember too, you know, this is how important we know touch is. And this is a fact of reality. And I even know people personally, this has happened to where as an infant being born, um, where they were not held or touched a lot, um, they actually would create health problems immediately. I mean, during that time span when they're born, again, I know somebody personally, it's very sad what happened with them. Uh, this person's um, mother's mother had passed away and uh, this person's mother was an only child. So she didn't deal well with this at all at the time when this person was born that I know, and I'm trying not to mention them because it's a real personal connected to family. And I'm trying to hopefully be respectful of, um, and I feel that, that this person laid for hours and hours as, as a newborn baby and ended up, uh, because of not getting touched or picked up and, you know, uh, create, it created a, a problem with the back, you know, from arching and also a problem with the back of the head, um, actually becoming more uh, flat in an area. So, you know, it's amazing that when you think about how important touch is, I don't know. I'm just one of these people that I get. Even, even with preemies, they always say um, contact with the parents helps them, helps their, you know, whatever the issue is, lungs develop. Yes. Uh, and they have a much better chance of making it. Yes. Skin to skin contact. An amazing thing. It is, it is. And I guess that's why when I wrote that grant for the uh, massage school of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh School of Massage, um, that's what I put in that grant. I said, you know, to me, the power of touch, and I called it honest touch. Um, I, I feel that I know it doesn't solve every single thing in the world, but I do know, I do know what it feels like to be in places where you are not only disconnected, but you're not allowed to touch either. And I, it's funny, I worked at one place, it was a school for the deaf and blind. Oh my God, I got in trouble for massaging these little children that were living there. It's, it's a big place, long story, kind of like an institutionalized place. But these were just children, children. And I would massage their legs and their feet and they went crazy over this i mean crazy they would lie they could not wait till when i come in again and mm. and i actually got in trouble for that they told me you cannot i mean it's mind-blowing I'm, I'm like really like i can't rub their little legs in their feet you know yeah I'm like, oh my god yeah i mean these children absolutely not only did they love it but i really felt it meant so much to them go ahead yeah, uh, I was just gonna say, working with my my uh, minors is a totally other other issue, right? Um, yeah, that's always makes me nervous. Um, I always have the parents in the room when I when I do a and, and you know to bring up that subject, which is really important because that is what it's about, right? It really is about, and 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 and, and that's rightfully so. I mean, I know I was sexually abused as a child, very young, at five years old, by a neighbor around the corner. A long story. All my audience knows all my stories pretty much. And then I was sexually abused again by our family doctor um, from about six to eight years old. Um, so. Of course, we all know those things happen in the world. They have for a long time. Thank God it's been coming much more out of the closet for the last 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. 
more than that, actually, Oprah, which I'm really connected with Oprah and Oprah World and Oprah, Oprah People, long story. She had a woman on back in 1989, 90. Uh, a woman's name's Trudy Chase, and she wrote a book called When Rabbit Howls, and it was literally a book about her life as a two-year-old being sexually molested by her stepfather, and it created multiple personalities. It's an incredible book. She's an incredible woman. She's, she's passed away now. And that issue is part of the problem. However, at the same point, we stopped also doing this that is extremely important, that does, you know, heal people in ways that nothing else does. I don't care how much therapy you do, talking. And I get that. I did that for years with a therapist. There is something way beyond touch. Mm -hmm. And you know, most children know, usually, and that's why I called it honest touch. That's why I got that name. Because when somebody puts their hand on you, whether it's a man or a woman, and I don't care what age you are, you know what kind of touch it is. Usually, typically, sometimes you can be fooled a little bit if you're a child, mm -hmm. like I was in the beginning with the man did what he did when I was five, you know. But for the most part... You know, it, it's interesting because it's such a big subject to me because I feel, I mean, to me, I know most of, you know, a lot of women all over the world and boys and men have been abused sexually. So, but you can't, you can't stop doing honest touch. Mm -hmm. It's way too important to just say, so I, yeah. I agree with you. You have to watch yourself, you know, because you don't want to get in trouble. I get that, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. It's definitely a very um, thin line to walk. Yes. Lot of, but no, I agree. It's, it's extremely important, even for kids. Um, mm -hmm. I think the youngest kid I ever worked on was five. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. She yeah. was so tiny that my hands were like her entire back. Yeah. Oh, this is such a sweet thing. It is. And it's, and it's not just that, Stephanie. It's like you're really teaching her and these children. And I felt I was doing that at the School for Deaf and Blind Place. I felt it was also teaching them what it feels like to be feeling good in their bodies. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like how sure. to take care of themselves, you know? For sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we uh, really teach self-care enough, um, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, in the society is especially is we're just kind of taught that um, our self-worth comes from working ourselves to death. Yeah. Uh, not not yes. to like take time out and uh, uh, get a massage or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so sometimes I do have clients that'll come to me and they'll like think that they're doing something luxurious for themselves. And it's like, I mean, you can look at it that way, but you're also doing something for yourself. You know, you're, you're, uh, not only taking care of your physical well-being, you're taking care of your mental well-being. And that's just not something that's taught as kids. And I think that's really important for, yeah. for kids to sort of absorb that at a young age. Oh, no, I agree with you. And it's, it's funny you just said that because when I was working in, when I lived in West Virginia, a very short time period, a couple of years, and that's where I, I was starting to do some of my massage work, a little bit I did. Uh, because I only finished the first program, but I felt like I knew enough I could do some massages. And it's funny because in that state, and I'm not just saying, you know, it's almost like they did see that as more of a luxury and not really more of something that's necessity. 
And it's so interesting of that. And I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, it's okay to see this luxury, but it, it really is more about allowing you to be okay with taking care of yourself and being okay. And it actually is more of a necessity because we don't realize how far gone out we are, how stressed we are. We don't realize, you know, go ahead, jump in. Sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say it's, um, that is so true. I, I cannot tell you how many clients I get who are, um, <laughs> you know, they'll come in and I'll say, okay, well, do you have any problem areas, anything that you want me to focus on? And I'll say, no, you know, maybe, you know, my shoulders are a little tight, um, whatever. And then I'll get them on my table and they are just, their back is like as hard as a rock. And it's like, how are you not in pain? I think you just don't realize it because you've been carrying yes. this around for 30 years, you know? Yes. I get a lot of people like that. I think a lot of us just don't, aren't as in, um, in tune with our pain, um, especially if we have been carrying it around and we don't uh, get regular body work. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just like it can be easy to tune that out. It's just, you know, that's just how my body works. It's just yeah. a little bit of pain, so I don't notice any anymore. No, right, right. And yeah. you know what? I mean, to me, again, I, this is how important I do think that work is. And I, I can't help it. It's just something deep in me. And what you just said, everything you just said, why are we not doing this for people that are working in the medical field? I, I almost I know, again, there's my crazy mind about, you know, you would actually get better work from your employees if you literally paid did some group price somewhere and had your employees go get massages on a regular basis that you pay for the employee employer, you will actually do better where they may not get injured as much, which would put them out of work or you would have to pay or whatever. I don't get it. Like CNAs could use it. I know a lot CNAs and H. I mean, that's, we do that work for people moving them, lifting them. Oh my God. We, we can probably use it. You know, one of the most, yeah. But I mean, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, some employers do actually do that for their employees. I used to work at a spa that, um, you know, once, I think it was once every couple months, we would go to uh, this place and we would do chair massages for their employees. And it's like, that is such an awesome thing to do for people who put in all this work every single yes. week. Yes, yes. And it's funny, I worked at assisted living place in Florida several years ago, four or five. I lose track of time really easy, <laughs> really easy. Um, I was an assistant uh, to the activities director. So I did activities with the elderly people and I loved it. It was really cool. And I tried to do really different things. Like I was teaching them basic astrology and they loved it. Basic astrology, real simple <laughs> astrology. I mean, the real stuff. And so we had a Christmas thing going on, a party. And I actually found somebody in town, two women, uh, the one was the owner, to come over the day of the Christmas party. And I paid for this. It wasn't real expensive. She gave me a good rate and paid for all the elderly people to go into this room. And they would get a either a chair massage or a table, depending on what they could do, because some of them weren't able to get on the table. It was so successful. Those people, even when I go back to visit sometimes, it's been years now, but they never forgot it. It's like they never forgot it. Mm -hmm. That's how big that was. They so, you know, they loved that. You know, they loved it. They just didn't forget it. Some of them never had them before. Some were like so, I mean, I just, you know. 
And it is such a great introduction for people too who have never had it. A lot of people don't even mm-hmm. consider massage as um, something that they need or something that they should do. So uh, going to place it, or you know, doing a group sort of thing like that, where you just do you know 15, 20 minutes on a, on the chair or on the table. Yeah, it's really, really yes. great introduction for people, um, so they could kind of, you know, think yeah. about that for themselves in the future. No, right. It really gives them an, a, a real opening to understanding more of what's even going on with their body. But I'm going to close this up because I didn't realize this happens to me. Time just flies. Um, I want you just one more time, just mention the name of your business. And again, people know that they can contact my website, imaginepeacenow.com, and I can pass on your info for anybody who doesn't catch it. But go ahead and say it out loud for my Florida audience, too. Uh, yeah, my business is Soma Body Work. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I would love to have you contact me anytime. Great. And this is Stephanie. How do you say your last name? Sometimes I'm not good on names on being able to pronounce them. How is your last name pronounced? It's uh, Fanaro. Fanaro. See, I did say it wrong. Okay, Fanaro. I thought about that. Everyone, everyone says Funaro, Funaro or Funaro. Funaro. Or I was thinking Funaro. I don't know why, but Funaro, yeah, Funaro, Funaro. I did think of that, and I thought, well, I don't know. You know, I should probably ask that before I do interviews. But I'm, I'm one of these people that's so laid back. I'm like, you know, um, it's my last name. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? What is the your nationality? Italian, mostly. Well, Italian. that's what my last name is. It's Italian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know too. I thought a little bit of Greek or something, but okay. Italian. Italian. Yeah, very Mediterranean. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I want to thank you for being on my show. And we'll be doing this again, you know, like yes. I tell all my guests. So, yeah, thank you for having yeah me I appreciate it. Yeah. So, I want to thank everyone again for joining us for another week. I hope you enjoyed learning some more great information from people that are out there wanting to help you or your loved ones to feel better through their day and through their week. Um, any questions, you can always contact my show, imaginepeacenow.com. I'd be happy to send to any of you, any of the guests that we've had previously, just request it on my website and I will send you their information. So thank you so much. And we'll see you again next week. Follow the path. So divine for you, designed for you. Take care. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic perks. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.